Have you ever felt like you couldn't trust someone or that someone couldn't trust you? The word trust can mean something completely different depending on your style of thinking. Learn some of these differences and how you can develop more trust and improve some of the relationships that may have been lacking some trust today on the Be Do Concept Podcast. Go out and be, be, be the person you were meant to be and then go deep, do the things that you were meant to do. It's up to why, oh, you what you will be and do. And it's in everything you be and do that makes you you. Hi, I'm Lindy Kirby, mother of seven, speaker, singer, songwriter, mentor, author, podcaster, and founder and developer of the Be Do Concept. And you're listening to the Be Do Concept podcast. Thanks for listening. This is number 47 on the podcast, where I talk about different styles of thinking and how it affects your relationships. Today, we're going to talk about the word trust and how it can be different depending on the way you think. Before I get too far on this topic, let me give you my quick disclaimer that I'm not a doctor, a therapist, or any kind of psychologist. I learned these different ways of thinking through my own experience, research, and seeking a lot of God's help through prayer. These have been answers to my prayer, and I hope hope it will be an answer to yours, but please do check with a licensed therapist, doctor, or credentialed professional before you make any life-changing or life-altering decisions. With that out of the way, let's talk about the word trust. Trust is at the heart of relationships and connection, but how people think about trust can be completely different depending on your way of thinking. So while you may be doing all you can to be trustworthy and to help people develop that relationship of trust with you, it may not be working and for different reasons than you may have thought before. So I'm hoping today that I can help you sort out some of those differences and to better be able to navigate some of those relationships so that you can have more trust and feel more connected with others, having that important element of trust there. In this podcast, we talk about the differences between what I call be and do thinking. These are different focuses that affect the lens in which people see things and think about. They're opposite ends of a spectrum that affect how people feel motivated, why they make the choices they do, say the things they do. And when you understand these different focuses, even though you may be somewhere in the middle of that spectrum, it will help you understand yourself and other people better, why they do the things they do, how to work with them. And in this episode, particularly, you'll learn how you can develop a better relationship of trust. Today, I want to start on the be thinking side. People who are more focused on who they are and how they're trying to be. You want to be able to trust the people around you that they're not going to judge or critique or try to change you, but that you get to choose how you want to be and you get to be who you want to be and that they're going to accept you for however you want to be. So for them, trust being trustworthy and having a lot of trust with someone, it's all about being. It's about being able to be who you want to be and being accepted for who you are. Developing trust as a bee thinker means that you're not judgmental of other people. You let people be themselves. You're not trying to change them. You're not trying to tell them what they need to do differently, but you just accept people for who and how they are. Being non-judgmental and just accepting people for who and how they are is how the be thinker thinks. And that's something that they can be consistently. And so it's really weird when someone starts wanting to tell them how to be different or what to do different. And so 
that can keep somebody from wanting to trust you. And if you don't understand that, then that's that's something to learn from the be way of thinking. But for do thinkers, it's a completely different way of thinking. And the biggest reason is that they have a different focus. It's not on who they are and how they're trying to be. A do thinker's focus is focused on what people are doing, what their end goals are, and what they're doing to get there. For a do thinker, trust is more about consistent actions that show the kind of person you want to be. But it's going to be about the actions. So whatever you're doing consistently shows the kind of person you are. For instance, in my Toastmasters class, I could always expect that a friend of mine, Bill, would be there and would introduce himself because he always did that. He always came around to everybody at the club. He'd shake their hand and say, how are you doing? And and welcome. And he, he was just awesome that way. And it was something I could trust about him because he always did it. With be thinking, it's a little different because you can't always be the person you want to be. Um, but for do thinkers, you can consistently make sure that your actions, what you're doing is the same. My friend at Toastmasters was a bee thinker. He wasn't focused on doing that. It was actually more about how he wanted to be. But as a do thinker, I was more focused on what he was doing. And it inspired me to want to be more like that, even though I didn't feel like I could do that all the time. (laughs) But for do thinkers, it's about consistency. Can I continue to do this over and over and over again? Because those are the things that show the kind of person you are. That's kind of the difference between that be and do thinking. Do thinkers don't really want to do something unless they can do it all the time, repeatedly. Because that would be the person they're showing of who they are. Be thinkers, they don't care about that so much. They know that you can't always be who you want to be consistently. But you try to. Try to be who you want to be as much as you can. So with those kinds of differences and a little bit of that difference in definition of the word trust, let's talk about how that works in a relationship and the different ways we think about that when we're expecting and wanting trust in our relationship. I learned about this difference, though I didn't understand what was happening at the time, during a really difficult part in my marriage. I was really frustrated with some of the things that my husband was doing, and so I was trying to set some boundaries of what I was willing to do back in return because I didn't feel like some of the things he was doing was kind. So I was setting a boundary, and unfortunately, it didn't go well, and I decided that I wasn't going to set that boundary after all. I was going to go back to the way I was doing things before. And it was in this situation that my husband said that he couldn't trust me. And I didn't really understand that because while I could understand why he didn't like the thing I was doing in setting the boundary, I didn't understand why after I went back to doing the same things I was doing before, he couldn't trust me because I was always very consistent with my actions. And when I said I was going to do something, I always did it. So I didn't understand why he wouldn't trust that I was always going to do that from then on and that I wasn't going to go back and do that thing that he didn't like. But the problem was it wasn't about doing. 
it was more about being for him because in his way of thinking, it was about who I was and I had betrayed his trust. I wasn't being the person that I had been before, just accepting him for who and how he was. All of a sudden, I had tried to set this boundary that he felt was an inflict on who he was. So all of a sudden, I wasn't trustworthy. He didn't feel like he could be the person he wanted to be. He felt judged. He felt like I was no longer a safe person. And so even though I was trying to do these actions consistently, and he might have been able to trust the action that I was doing, he couldn't trust that I was just going to continue to accept him for who and how he was. That was the way he thought, and that changed in our marriage. He wasn't as open. He wasn't feeling like he could just be who he wanted to be. And it was really frustrating to me because I wanted him to open up to me, to be vulnerable, to to trust that I wasn't going to hurt him because my actions were trustworthy. But in that be thinking way, it wasn't trustworthy. And that's kind of what happens is in a relationship, depending on the way we think, we may think that we're being trustworthy in the way that we think, but in the opposite way, we may not be being trustworthy because of these differences in thinking. With be thinking, it's harder to get trust back because it is about the person. It's about the whole. So if they don't feel like they can trust you, then they may just cut you off. And that's that's really hard. But for do thinkers, it's not the same. It's There's always a way to apologize for something you did and just make sure you don't do the action again. And so it can be really confusing why somebody doesn't trust you or how you can ever develop that trust again. So how can you improve a relationship where you might not be feeling that kind of trust? For do thinkers, it may be that you don't trust that someone's going to be there for you because they're not always there for you. Maybe, you know, sometimes they do things that look like they just care about themselves and they don't care about you. That's something that happens a lot of times with do thinkers. They don't feel like they can trust you because your actions aren't consistent. It's not something that they can trust. It's not part of who they are yet. And for B thinkers, you may not always feel that you can trust that you can be yourself around someone, especially if they have tried to change something you've done or they're not always accepting of the things that you do. And the only way to be able to get out of these feelings of not being able to trust is to be able to see the other person's way of thinking, to think more in these opposite ways so that you can develop that trust. And it's really important to understand that there is nothing wrong with either of these ways of thinking. But if you only have one way of thinking and you don't see the other side, it can keep you stuck. Just being frustrated. For instance, in my relationship, I didn't understand my husband's definition of trust. And so I had to just, I just kept on going, just not understanding why I was doing everything I could for him, trying to develop this trust so that he could always, you know, feel like he could trust me. But that wasn't the problem. It wasn't about my consistency in action. It was the fact that I wasn't just accepting him for who and how he was. And I didn't get that. And so understanding that would have helped me. I've also worked with bee thinkers who they're trying to be so accepting and loving and just leaving people alone so that they can be the person they want to be. 
but they don't understand that that's not what the other person needs to feel trust. They need to see that it's more about consistent actions that show that they love. And and so it's just really helpful to understand these differences and it can help you get out of that stuck place. I would have given anything to understand what I was doing wrong and to be able to get to be able to change my relationship. So I'm hoping this will be helpful. And what I've done to help people is to come up with an acronym that can help you to get out of that stuck place. It's called LOVE. So it's the word LOVE. And LOVE begins with the letter L. And that stands for let go of your perspective. As long as you want to think of trust in your own way and only in your, in your own way, that's going to keep you stuck. The way for change is to do something different. And in this way, it's to see an opposite perspective and to think in that opposite way. So in order to do that, you have to first let go of your way of thinking. That doesn't mean it's not going to be there later. You can always come back to it. But just for the minute, let go of it. Stop thinking that it's the only way to think or that your way is right and that there's no other right way to think. But then to go to the O in love. O is for open your perspective and your heart to that opposite way of thinking. So you're going to stop thinking in in your own way and then look at things from that opposite perspective. You're going to look at it that way so that you can see their perspective from their way of thinking and then make sure that you're being trustworthy in the ways that they're looking at trust. I promise you, this is going to help shift things in your relationship. If you've ever had problems with trust, this will work. So if you're a B thinker, all of a sudden you start looking at your behaviors. Ask yourself, are my behaviors and my actions showing up as love for this person who is a do thinker, right? And who is looking at my actions. Is there something that I could be doing consistently that would help me to help them to trust me more. That's going to be really hard for a bee thinker, but that's why you want to learn these differences because those consistent actions will become easier as a do thinker. If you're a do thinker, then you start looking at how accepting and loving other people for who and how they are no matter what they do can help develop that trust that, that the other person is looking for in you. Notice, are you trying to change a behavior in them? Is there a way that you could make them feel safer to be the way they are right now? That's going to be really hard for do thinkers. And instead, that's why be thinking is going to be so helpful to you. These are both really difficult things for be thinkers and do thinkers. And it's really important to understand that it is difficult. But as you try to love letting go of your perspective and being open to thinking in that opposite way, things are going to get better. And and being able to see how that other person thinks is going to make a huge difference in your relationship. V in our love acronym is for validate the other person's perspective. Once you can see it and you're open to seeing it, you're trying their way of thinking, let them know how you see it. See, you can validate how you've been affecting them. So maybe you can see now why you haven't always been trustworthy in the ways they think. Even if you can't be that way or do those things, you can at least say, I can see why 
you may not feel like I'm being trustworthy right now. I can see why maybe you haven't felt completely accepted by me. Or you might say, I can see that maybe my actions aren't showing that I can be trusted. You're validating their perspective. And once you can validate their perspective, then that's going to help them to open up. That's going to help them to feel like you understand them. And only then can you use the E in our love acronym to explain your perspective. And you're not explaining your perspective as in you're not trustworthy because of how I think because that's not going to work well, obviously. But you're explaining how you have been trying to be trustworthy. You tell them, I was trying to show how I cared about you by making sure that I was doing all these things because my perspective is about doing if you're a do thinker. Or if you're a be thinker, you might say, I was trying to be trustworthy in the way I think by just accepting you and not telling you things and not, you know, trying to get in your way. (laughs) Because for a bee thinker, that's more about being trustworthy, letting people be who they want to be, not getting in the way and not telling them what they could do differently. Being able to explain your perspective of how you are trying to show love or how you are trying to be trustworthy that's going to really open the door to better conversations, better relationships, and a relationship of trust that's not just in one way or the other, but both. And that's a powerful relationship. When you start to think about your actions and your behaviors, but you also think about how you're coming across in accepting how we are. We're not perfect, but we're also not perfect in both being and doing ways. And while we're really accepting of not being perfect if you're a be thinker or not doing everything perfect if you're a do thinker, when you learn both perspectives, it helps you to be more generous in imperfections in being and doing. Because I was a do thinker, I was always trying to make sure my actions were consistent. I wasn't focused at all on the being part. I didn't even know about it during that hard part in my marriage. It just wasn't my focus. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just focused on doing. And so I think if I had known about this then, I would have been able to say, I see now. I can see that I I made you feel like you couldn't be yourself. And that was not my intention at all. On the be thinking side, if you understood this concept better, you might be able to say, I can see why my actions to you haven't been showing that I love, that, that you can trust me, um, that my actions are showing that I love you. I hope that this has given you some hope, um, maybe some words to articulate things that maybe you couldn't articulate as much before. It's really been helpful to me to understand some of these differences. And while a lot of it is semantics, a lot of it, you know, we both feel the same way, but we think about it different. Knowing those differences can really help you. And when you say something like, I don't trust you, or when someone says they don't trust you, it doesn't always mean in your way of thinking that maybe your actions aren't being consistent or you're not being accepting, it just may mean that they think differently and that they have a different definition of trust. Let them know you care. In those feelings and in those situations, 
make sure that they know first that you love them and that you are trying to be trustworthy, that, but that maybe you do have some different definitions. And again, I would encourage you to do it with that love acronym, doing it that way. Letting go first of your perspective, opening yourself up to seeing their perspective and trying to see that so that you can V-validate their perspective and help them help them know that you do see how you may have not been trustworthy in the past and then e explain how you were trying to be pers- uh, trustworthy in your perspective and that's going to really really help you i think in having better relationships of trust developing more trust and being able to work through some of those relationships where other people may not have been able to trust you If you have any questions, I really would love to answer them. If you'd like to be in our community that talks about be and do thinking and is always working at better relationships and love, um, I'd love it if you would join our Love and Uplift Facebook group. We're doing our gratitude series through the month of November, and it's just so fun to post things every day that you're grateful for. You can just join in anytime. It definitely is an uplift for me to read inspirational posts of what people are grateful for, and I, I would love for you to join us. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I hope you will. I hope you'll share it with someone that could use it. I know, like I've mentioned before, it really would have helped me. And if you know someone that it might help, it really could possibly save a relationship or even a life sometimes. So I just know how important this is. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk with you again next week on the Be Do Concept Podcast. It's up to why, oh, you, what you will be and do. And it's in everything you be and do that makes you, you.